This is Annie Stevens-Gleason, Minister for Worship and Incorporation at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'd like to welcome you to our worship podcast. Good evening. This is Reverend Gary Lubin serving as deacon with the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to our daily devotion in the early evening for individuals and families that can be found on page 139 of the Book of Common Prayer. Our reading is from the Daily Office, which is Luke 20, verses 19 to 26. Today also happens to be the feast day of St. Andrew the Apostle. Now, let us begin our worship together. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. When the scribes and chief priests realized that he had told this parable against them, they wanted to lay hands on him at that very hour, but they feared the people. So they watched him and sent spies who pretended to be honest in order to trap him by what he said so as to hand him over to the jurisdiction and authority of the governor. So they asked him, Teacher, we know that you are right in what you say and teach, and you show deference to no one, but teach the way of God in accordance with truth. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Show me a denarius. Whose head and whose title does it bear? They said, The emperor's. He said to them, Then give to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the things that are God's. And they were not able in the presence of the people to trap him by what he said. And being amazed by his answer, they became silent. The Gospel of our Lord. Good evening. In today's reading from Luke, Jesus is asked a question about paying taxes. But was he really being asked for tax advice? Let's unpack the story to find out more. Jesus has just upbraided and embarrassed the chief priests and the scribes by telling the parable about the wicked tenants against them right there in the temple. In that parable, Jesus quotes Psalm 118, saying to them, The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. And then he adds for emphasis, Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces, and it will crush anyone on whom it falls. They were really miffed. After all, Jesus infers he is that stone which they, the builders, reject, which then becomes the cornerstone, which will be their downfall. As we are told, 
they wanted to lay hands on him at that very hour. However, quoting Psalms isn't going to get it in a Roman court. So, sneaky, dishonest spies are sent to trap Jesus into saying something, anything, that could be used against him, hoping to hand him over to the Roman governor, Pontius Pilate. So they ask this seemingly simple but loaded question. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? Now, if Jesus says yes, the locals might get on his case since they don't care much for the Romans that are occupying their territory. If he says no, well, then the Roman authorities will get on his case. In either case, Jesus loses. But knowing what they are up to, Jesus asks to be shown a denarius, which has the emperor's likeness and title on it, the head of Tiberius and the inscription, Tiberius Caesar, son of the divine Augustus, Augustus. Now, here's the rub. A contradiction, a hypocrisy to consider. They are in the temple where the use of pagan currency is forbidden. That is what the money changers are there for, to convert it to acceptable temple coin. Jesus has shown the coin. Note, Jesus does not handle the coin himself. And Jesus does not answer the question with a simple yes or no. You know, I don't know any time when Jesus did that. Jesus' very sly and simple response is to ask, whose head and whose title does it bear? When told the emperors, Jesus goes on the offensive. Not asking, mind you, but in the form of a command, Jesus declares, Then give to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the things that are God's. Q.E.D. Quod erat demonstratum. It has been proven. Jesus puts it back on them to decide. Likewise, we are left to decide our choice. And Jesus ups the ante. Giving to God what is God's transcends the meager value of a denarius, worth just a couple of bucks. Giving to God what is God's transcends paying any kind of secular taxes. Let's contemplate how that might apply in today's world. Remember what Zacchaeus, the chief tax collector, said in gratitude when Jesus was a guest at his house? Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. Jesus is talking about life itself. Who do we owe our lives to? To whom do we owe our allegiance, our devotion, our worthship? Consider that we were created by love, in love, for love, to love God and one another. Amen. 
And now a reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. It is not ourselves that we proclaim. We proclaim Christ Jesus as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For the same God who said, out of darkness let light shine, has caused his light to shine within us, to give the light a revelation, the revelation of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Let us now say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now let us pray the collect from the first Sunday in Advent. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Now and this time of this mortal life in which your Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And now uh, let us pray the collect from the celebration of the feast day of St. Andrew. Almighty God, who gave such grace to your apostle Andrew that he readily obeyed the call of your son, Jesus Christ, and brought his brother with him, give us who are called by your holy word grace to follow him without delay and to bring those near to us in his gracious presence, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us now take some time, pausing our worship together, if you need to do that, to offer up our prayers of intercession, our prayers of thanksgiving and praise for the world, for the church, for our national life, for the social and natural orders, for family and personal life, and in particular for those who are suffering and those who have died. Let us pray for the human family. O God, you made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love. And work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth that in your good time all nations in the one human race may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And let us pray for the social order and, and for social justice. Grant, O God, that your holy and life-giving spirit may so move every human heart, and especially the hearts of the people of this land, that barriers which divide us may crumble suspicions disappear and hatred cease. 
that our divisions being healed, we may live in justice and peace through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus, stay with us for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way, kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Now go in peace, hope, joy, to love and serve our God in the name of our teacher and Savior, Jesus.